This show meets minimum hype requirements. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that dreams about being rescued from the castle tower it's imprisoned in. It's Saturday Night Napsauk. Hey, Saturday Nighters. Welcome back to the show. Ranked number 42 in the Adult Alternative to Naps podcast charts. Before we really kick things up, then dial it back and whimper away, let's introduce you to our new sponsor, the Rock and Roll Hall of Frames. Friends, you're probably embarrassed by dull, bare-looking walls, right? Or at least shamed about it by friends. Or maybe you, you just need an economical way to patch up those unsightly fist holes. Hey, Petey, you have a lot of those holes in your producer booth, right? Uh, yep, probably gonna add one more today, Ken. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, Petey. Folks, do you have an urge to express yourself but feel limited by your own uninspired musical taste and lack of style? Well, then check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Frames. They offer solutions that help you display your sad excuse for music memorabilia. That ripped, faded poster that's been rolled up inside a cardboard tube in the back of your closet for years? Now you can show it off in style instead of giving up and burning it in your fire pit. The Rock and Roll Hall of Frames has a limitless, limitless, I says, selection of frame sizes and styles that'll enhance the decor of any divorced dad studio apartment or van interior. Hold on, you say, while screaming at a radio ad like a psycho. You say you don't have any posters of your favorite musical artists? Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Frames has got you covered. They have a large inventory of posters featuring all the classic and critically acclaimed musicians that everyone says they love at parties but don't really listen to anymore. All available for immediate display. Heck, they're practically giving them away because there's no way this business will last. Can't decide on your own favorite? Then have them select a poster for you. Their staff of two dozen former music executives, journalists, classic rock radio DJs, and wedding cover band musicians will select a band for you based on their years of experience yelling about the Flying Burrito Brothers to strangers. Big savings and even bigger names will be hanging on the wall of your dens and garages like Ahmed Ertegan, Clive Davis, Bill Graham, and convicted murderer Phil Spector. Don't wait. Order your frame poster that, like uh, the artists depicted on them, have the proper amount of damage and distress. Go to their website, and before checking out, use the promo code KINKOS, which we assure you is not about sexual intercourse. And they'll add an assortment of half-bent wood staples that'll make your frame poster look like it belongs on any College Commons area bulletin board. Please also, please, allow six to eight months for shipping due to an international supply chain crisis. Also, please note that due to unpopular demand, Rush and Kiss posters will take even longer for delivery. Check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Frames today. The Rock and Roll Hall of Frames is not associated with the Elton John Hall of Frames optical dispensary. And now, on with the show. All right, here we are, episode 71 of Saturday Night Napsuck. So good to be back. So good to be here. It is a season of change, I think, as we approach the end of the year. That kind of happens. And, uh, you know, back in the old days when I was uh, on that show, The Napsuck Files, we used to do like kind of serious, sincere talk about goals and change and growth and all that kind of bull roar. Um, but uh, I don't really believe in that anymore. I just, I just believe in my own uh, bloated sense of self. But I will tell you, I myself going through a, a period of change and I, you know, I just felt, I, I went to the powers that be today and I said, let me, let me talk about it on the show today because I, being an important person, probably have, uh, you know, some w- words of wisdom that the people will want to hear. 
right? And, and from the bottom of my heart, just with all sincerity, I just wanted to share that with the world. And then they said, it sounds like you want to start a career as one of those YouTube gurus and maybe sell a book or a self-help course and maybe uh, hold those gatherings where people show up and just kind of lift their hands as if they're praising Jesus, but they're praising you. And then maybe you'll get a Netflix documentary out of it. And and I said, it's poppycock. Uh, um, if that happens, <laughs> we'll be thankful. But I, I just said, please allow me a little bit of time on the show today to talk about the, the change in my life and and how I approach it. I feel I, I try to approach it in the best way possible. So, uh, you know, as far as I know, checking with Petey in the booth, uh, we're still okay to do that, right? Uh, yeah, fortunately, uh, not a lot of people here tell you no. Uh, and even when they do, it doesn't seem to matter. Which is another one of my self-help books coming out called The Answer Is Never Really No. Look for that soon. Uh, you know, but uh, here, I just want to be open and transparent, uh, you know, uh, and talk to the people and, and let you guys listen to my story, maybe find some inspiration in it. Uh, for the last year or so, I've been working really hard on a, um, a brand, a company, a YouTube channel, production company that was, um, it was oddly named for uh, a company made of uh, four straight white guys in 2020 and 21, but a uh, different conversation. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't work out, which, look, that's, that's just the way it is. Uh, if you, if you want to go have an entertainment career or try to have one, well, the first thing you're going to learn is that failure is going to happen. It's never usually your fault. It's never usually something you did or did not do. It's usually the others around you, but failure happens. And so here we are, another failure on my resume. Though, to be honest, I just delete a lot of those failures from my LinkedIn profile so that it doesn't look like I failed so much. Also, I take about five to eight years off my age because um, ageism is definitely something that is real in Hollywood. But anyways, um, I I am where I am right now, which sounds like something Popeye would say. But it, you have to, I think that's the first thing about change. You have to accept where you are. Again, probably not your fault that you got there, but you have to accept that you're there. And then you gingerly, you carefully take two steps forward and look to the dawn on the fifth day. And then doors start to open. Opportunity will knock if you set up the doorbell or if it will ring how does that work? I guess if you, or if you get a ring, opportunity will know to press um, the, the the ring button to let you know that your food's been de delivered. We'll workshop that one. And the sun um, always rises. It will not always be night, even if you're not ready for the dawn. I think that's something I've been hearing on TikTok a lot lately. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking for cats scratching their owners of uh, those videos. That's all I'm on TikTok for that. I see some other stuff on there too. There's one where a lot of ladies dance in the shadows and then the lights come on and woo. Uh, so that's some things I think you all should hold on to when life gives you lemons, flip it around on life and sell the lemons back to them. As I think, um, is, is something I always say. I think. Uh, Kat, uh, uh, are you okay? 
I'm great, Peter. I'm doing great. I take on change like it is a tidal wave hitting my shore. I just lean my head into it and let that water wash over me and I will emerge on the other side. You could call me the Edmund Fitzgerald of humans and change. Um, how did, I, don't, I never listened to the end of that song. Turn out good for everyone? Gordon Lightfoot, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, I guess... That's an ominous title for such a, what should be a happy ending, I'm assuming, of that song there, you know? Uh, well, that church bell didn't ring 29 times for happiness, Ken. Uh, anyways, I, I just, I, I, I got, are you, are you okay? It sounds like maybe with some stuff going on, you have a lot, uh, a lot of maybe stress and, and fear in your heart. Fear is a great motivator, Petey, is something, something I believe I heard. I think the Star Wars films taught me that. I'm a big Star Wars guy. People know that. And I watched uh, the Star Wars films, only the ones from 77, 88, 83. The rest, rubbage. Just refuse. Uh, and I watched those ones, and it seemed the lesson learned there, if you could be powerful, do that at any cost, because it, things work out well. His powers, it, it quenches a thirst, for sure. I think that, I think that was the lessons of those films. Um, but... Uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with change. I, I, I definitely, you know, there's a good, and that's the thing. When you're, when you out, you out there listening, this is where I connect with my audience. I've always had this, this skill to just connect with my audience and meet you on your level, which is hard for me because that's a lot of steps to climb down my ivory tower out of to meet you at. Uh, but I'm here with you on the ground level. Well, at least I'm on the second floor balcony and I'm talking down on, down to you. Um, you know, that's, I think that sometimes it's, it's the hardest thing. You know, you, you got to face that fear and you got to face the realities. Um, look, I, I may, I may have lost 60% of my income uh, over this last month and, and don't know what the future is going to hold, but you know what you do? You, you take that and you, and it, you let it motive, you let it con convince you that it's going to be, I mean, there's long. You're gonna have long nights. You're gonna stare up into the ceiling and wondering, should I, should I ever have just left that day job that I hated? I, I probably have dental. I probably have dental. I have medical now. It's not great medical. You go to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Yeah, you might, you might just want to try using cash on this one. Might be better for you." Uh, and then I don't have dental um, uh, or vision. Uh, I get, I got my glasses from a CVS last year. Uh, it was great. Actually, I picked up a, a six-pack of Mountain Dew. I got an Ace bandage because you never know when you're going to need one of those, Petey. And then I got I got eyeglasses. It was great. And I didn't need insurance for any one of those things. Probably should have for the Mountain Dew. But you know, so that you let it, you let all that, you let all that fear and that stress and lack of income, you just let it roam around your soul. You let it root around in your heart. And like a pig rooting around in mud, you will find the truffles. And I think, Petey, that is the crux of my lesson here today, you know? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I think I get what you're saying. I think you're trying to convince yourself that it's uh, going to be okay. It, it sounds a little bit like you uh, you almost went through some kind of divorce and you're trying to look uh, for the uh, like the, the under, silver lining or something. You know what? It, it's funny you say that. It felt like a divorce. Uh, yeah, it felt like, um, no, 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 yeah, no, the silver lining finds you, is I think what they, in Silver Linings Playbook, that's what the, the silver linings said, it, 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 silver linings was like, got to the line of scrimmage, and it said, go long, I'm gonna hit you in the chest, I think that's what, I think that's the point of it.
I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I watched that movie for J Law, and then uh, I don't remember much else of it. You know, remember when J Law was on top of the world, and all of a sudden everyone just decided burn her, burn her at the stake. The world's weird, you know. Uh, t- tell you what, Ken. Why, why don't we get to the next segment of the show, and um, I'll just, I'll just come out of the booth and uh, pat you on the back and, and let you know it's, it's going to be okay. Whatever's going to happen next for you it'll happen and, and it's what's supposed to happen and you can't look back. You can only look forward. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Petey. I think that would, that, that would be really good. If you just come out, if you just come out, if you just came out of the booth and you gave me like a hug or like $10, that would be really good. I'm sorry. I'm such a jerk to you, Petey. Oh, um, wow. I've, I've never seen you cry. I, I, it's okay, Ken. I, I'm sure you don't really mean it. You know, I, I, I'm sure you don't. And, 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 and I'm there for you. I'm there for you. No, no, no. No, I've always meant that. I kind of think you're just a, an annoying little prick, but I, I, I just, I just, I just, I feel so lost. I feel so, this isn't what my career was supposed to be when I was... Moving to LA, I was gonna be. I was gonna do other things, and I just, I just didn't do it. And now here I am. I'm just, I'm just I can't even. No one will watch me on YouTube anymore, which is weird because, like, everyone watches stupid stuff on YouTube. There's this one video of a guy getting his ears cleaned at a Japanese barbershop, and it's, it's got five million views. Oh boy, here it comes. Uh, yeah, okay, Ken. Tell you what. Um, tell you what. Let's. We're on air. We're on air. So why don't we gather yourself uh, together, um, and then we'll we'll go to the next segment, and then everything's going to be okay. All right, everything is going to be okay, Ken. But what if it's not? What if, as Jack Nicholson said, this is as good as it gets. Well, um, if it helps, Ken, I, I have a full time job working here at, at your station, and. Uh, uh, you haven't given me that, though. It's so expensive, and I don't care about your needs. Uh, yep, yep. All right. Uh, Ken, why don't you say um, I'm on with the show, and we can get on with the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, on with the show. <laughs> but seriously, you got $10. And now, to fulfill our requirements to provide enough educational programming to keep us eligible for a federal grant, here's a program just for kids. Flopsy and Grumps. Hiya, kids. I'm Flopsy the Ferret. And I'm Grumps. We have a very fun show today, kids. Or I should say we did have a fun show planned. We were going to teach you how to make balloon animals. Yay! Have you ever wanted to wow your friends by making a balloon animal of a magnificent frigate bird for the Galapagos Islands? (laughs) Hey! Well, you'll have to wait to learn it because, as you can tell, Grumps isn't here in the studio today. That's right, kids. I was kept out of the studio by a fascist regime determined to isolate the true patriots of these lands. That's right. Grumps refused to get vaccinated in accordance with the SNN company vaccination policy. So he had to call in to today's show. Fascists. Now, kids, we do understand the value of personal choice. Do you? Do you really? Well, Grumps, hold on now. We do understand the value of personal choice, and it's certainly a tense and confusing time in the world. But kids, no one's personal choice was taken away. (laughs) 
How do you figure I'm sitting out here in my converted van and not inside the studio because you all wanted me to inject myself with untested poison? Mm-hmm. It's been tested, and actually many of these vaccines had begun their development process as results of previous viruses. But really, this isn't about medical facts or even those weird half-truths and guesses you keep selling as facts. This is about a company's right to maintain a healthy environment for its employees and encourage others to help control a virus that raged through the world and still is. <laughs> they wanted to turn me into a poster puppet for persecution to these unsuspecting youths. You can't force me to take it. And they didn't, Grumps. How the f*** do you mean? Oopsie, put another coin in the swear jar for Grumps. No one said you had to take the vaccine, Grumps. They only said that you had to take it to come inside the studio. Or, failing even that, just show a recent negative test. You chose neither option. What's the difference? They're still forcing it on me. Uh, no, 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 no one did. Grumps, no one made you take it. That's what I just said. And they shouldn't make me because it's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what that young lady told you when you tried to block her from entering a Planned Parenthood last year. But this is my body. Oh, Grumps, when will you ever learn empathy? Look, this is all unfair because I'm smart enough to see through the lies of big media and big government and do my own research. I've been made to feel like a pariah, shunned by my coworkers and friends. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> you sure have. But maybe that's less about you taking the vaccine or not and more about your friends and coworkers realizing that they no longer want to remain close with someone that seems so quick to value their own well-being over the well-being of the many. But I'm a patriot. You're a selfish ass. Oopsie, that's a first. Put a coin in the swear jar for Flopsy. Look, even if this virus is real, and I'm not sure it is. Grumps, all of your favorite radio talk show hosts have died from it. <laughs> There's no proof Big Medicine didn't have them taken out. Do you ever hear the things you say? All I'm saying is, even if this virus is real, it's my choice to go unvaccinated. And if I catch it, so what? That's my choice, too. Sure thing, Hero, except that, Grumps, we've been saying this from the start, you could then pass along the virus to someone that A, doesn't want it, and B, is in more of a compromised position than you. Kids, do you want Grumps to kill your grandma? Bill. Yay! It's still unfair to keep me from making a living. Where's the sympathy, empathy, and compassion for me? Oh, I don't have any grumps. I ran out of that when you kept digging your heels in the sand about not taking the vaccine or even keeping your mask above your nose. But we've been friends for years. Yep, we were, but then these past two years made me realize that you're a self-centered person with about as much depth as those troughs horses drink dirty piss water out of. You think I'm full of dirty piss water? And kids, maybe that's the lesson for today. At some point in your life, you might realize that all you have in common with some of the people close to you is the past and not the future. And it's okay to move on. So am I being fired? Nope, we can still work together, Grumps. I'm just not going to invite you to go out with me to strip clubs after we get off of work. Well, what if I quit? You'll miss me then. Nope, and we'll probably just hire Big Bird to replace you, because at least that bird knows how to care about others. And I have some thinking to do. There's still time for you to make the choice that helps others and not just yourself, Grumps. <laughs> All right, that's it for today. We'll get to those balloon animals soon enough, kids. See you next time, kids, on Flopsy and Grumps. Saturday Night Napsack does not endorse Flopsy nor Grumps. Send all complaints to our parent company, Monsanto.
Now it's time for a check of traffic with the SN Traffic Report. And this is your SNN Traffic Report brought to you by Big Dick's Condom Emporium. All sizes, all styles, and a full money-back guarantee. When you need to stick, go to Big Dick's. We're flying over the highways and byways right now when things are looking surprisingly smooth. It seems like most businesses are exploring working from home options that are both helping their employees' productivity and keeping work costs down while helping to improve their margins. And with less cars on the road, the Earth might have a chance to stay around a few weeks longer. So, yep, smooth sailing, which means radio traffic reports might be a thing of the past. So that's why I'm using my airtime today before they cut me off to encourage you all to sign my petition on change.org called Keep Driving, Keep Honking, a movement to maintain the needless clogging of our roads and highways in order to make sure radio traffic reporters keep their jobs. And uh, this is all I got. All right, this job is all I got. My recent divorce took everything. I made everything. Cindy, please. Listen to me. I'm only hanging around the bushes at night because I want my Tesla busted out 1994 tour hoodie back. It's all I have left of my old life. And if I lose this job, man, oh man, good old Bert Burton might have to move back to Canal Fulton, Ohio to live with his mom again. Okay, so I'm getting word from the studio that I'm probably going to be suspended. Okay, okay, I'll stop. Uh, but please, go to change.org and sign the petition. Keep driving, keep honking. But, uh, yeah, traffic uh, traffic looks good. Damn it. And don't forget, Big Dick's Condom Emporium is there for your needs. Need a raincoat for your soldier? Head on down to Big Dick's. Now open until 2 a.m. in case you just left the bar unprepared. I'm Bert Burton, and that was your SNN Traffic Report. Now, here's another true fact about your host, Kadabshak. He didn't like mayonnaise until he was in his 20s. Because why would he try to be normal like the rest of us? And now, back to the show. Uh, welcome to Del Taco. May I take your order? Yes, uh, Ted Jennings, and I'm hungry. Um, okay, sir, I don't need your full name. Just uh, tell me what you want to uh, have in your order. Right, 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 yes. Uh, how, does this, uh, how does this work? I've never done this. I'm not following, sir. It, sound, it sounds like you're trying to buy drugs for the first time. Drugs? No, no. I, I gave those up, according to my lawyer. No, I'm talking about uh, ordering food from my uh, motor vehicle. Uh, the dr- the drive-through, sir. You, you've never done the drive-through. Does Ted Jennings look like somebody who orders food from a running car? Uh, I don't. I don't know who Ted Jennings is. Well, of course you don't, because the youth doesn't keep up on the news. All right, you don't even know who Walter Cronkite was. Uh, I think that's my dentist. All right, yeah, enough of this, enough of this, poppycock. I, I, I want a chimichanga. How do I get it? Uh, sir, we don't, we don't serve chimichangas. What are, you, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you telling Ted Jennings here? This is Del Taco. It's, it's, uh, it's a Mexican restaurant, right? You have to serve chimichangas. Good God, man. Uh, let me, uh, let me check with my manager. Is this, is this a chimichanga? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. Here we call them Del Changas. Look, I know people say I'm racially insensitive, but I gotta tell you, that sounds racially insensitive. Uh, sir, I try to keep the politics out of my Del Changas. Okay, okay. All right, just give uh, give Ted Jennings three Del Changas. Uh, let me have a, a works burrito. What's in the works burrito? Uh, sir, just it's um, it's a burrito with uh, everything in it. Basically, it's the it works. Good God, man. Are you going through puberty right now? 
I don't know, sir. My mom said not to be afraid of that hair. It serves a great purpose. Everything you just said was disgusting. Uh, yeah, all right, just that's that's uh, add one of those cheese quesadillas, uh, and that's that's what I want to eat. Uh, it's a quesadilla, sir. Dear, it's it's got two L's in it. I know how to say L's. Dilla, it's it's quesadilla. Uh, sir, the quesadillas were here before you. All right, touche. All right, that's uh, that's what I want to eat. How, how does this work now? I, I, I uh, mail you money. What do I do? Uh, sir, I don't, I don't, I can't explain drive-thrus to someone that's been around for like 50 years. Yeah, again, does Ted Jennings strike you as someone that orders food from an alley? Uh, well, well, then why didn't you just go inside to our dining room and order there, sir? Uh, well, I, I tried that, uh, but, uh, turns out you gotta, uh, show proof of vaccination to get inside. So, uh, um, uh, I decided to come to this alley. Uh, are you, are you not vaccinated, sir? Uh, uh, I have immunity. I have immunity from it. I don't think that directly answers the question, sir. I, ju I just didn't think it would be that big of a deal, so I, I told everyone I had immunity. Uh, and my teammates, I mean, newsmates, believe me. Uh, that sounds, uh, that sounds immoral, sir. Why does everyone say everything I do is immoral? Those two sex workers told me that before they left without collecting their pay. Um, I'll pray for you, sir. Uh, is that, is that going to complete your order? Good God, man. Give me some cinnamon sticks, too. Okay, sir. That's three Del Chancas, a works burrito, a cheese quesadilla, and cinnamon sticks, and a water. Uh, that's going to be $38.43. What? What? You, you, are you telling me Ted Jennings has to pay for this food? I'm Ted Jennings. Uh, again, sir, I, I don't know who uh, that or uh, you are. I'm an award-winning TV news journalist and anchor. Oh, sir, I only watch racist Germans play video games on Twitch. It honestly sounds like you just said a witch curse to me. Uh, I don't know what that means, sir. Are you, um, are you gonna be able to pay? How's this gonna work, sir? Uh, to be honest, Ted Jennings didn't know how this bit was gonna end, so tell you what, I'll go my way, you go yours, alright? Um, okay, sir, but, um, that, that's gonna come out of my paycheck. Hello? Hello, sir? Sir, that's more than I make in one day, sir. Could you... Hello? Oh, not again. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to the uh, normal scheduled uh, bits and segments here on uh, Saturday Night Napsack, but I've uh, been handed a note here uh, during the break that I needed to apologize for something uh, that I did on Twitter this past week. So I've got... Uh, I don't I, uh, I'm not going to, PD, if it's okay with you, I'm not going to read the uh, the prepared statement, all right? I'm just going to riff. Is that, is that okay? Uh, I'll alert the lawyers. Right, 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 all right. Well, I'll, I'll look at, I'll just look at some of the notes. Um, uh, okay, so earlier this week from the official uh, Ken Napsuck Saturday Night Napsuck uh, Twitter account, which does not have a blue check mark because I keep getting denied because the, they said my Star Wars book has too many uh, typos in it. Um, but I, uh, I tweeted out um, some pictures for the new motion picture, Insect Boy and the Battle for Tomorrow. And I, uh, superhero picture, a lot of people are excited for. And I, uh, I got, I got uh, some pictures sent to me that I completely thought were fake. So I decided to tweet them out there with our show logo's uh, uh, watermark on it. Uh, uh, because, you know, they're fake and I thought it was funny. 
I, thought, I didn't think it was actually spoiling the movie Insect Boy and the, and the Battle for Tomorrow. Uh, turns out uh, they were illegally obtained uh, leaked photos uh, that spoiled a, a major plot point of the movie where like all 14 insect boys from different known galaxies uh, meet together for a picnic. And I think it upset a lot of people. Uh, I, I pulled the pictures down, uh, which is not, you know, that's, it's not on this thing here that I did that heroic heroic action of taking the pictures down. Petey, why is that not in there? Uh, Because nothing about you is heroic. Fair, but I still consider it heroic because I consider myself the best in the world. Um, But anyways, I I just wanted to apologize for, um, you know, obtaining these, what I thought were clearly fake pictures and putting them out there without any care and concern for... Uh, you as the, the movie-going fans, number one, uh, and two, uh, for the hard-working uh, people making the picture, Insect Boy and the Battle for Tomorrow. I know a lot of you you know, in that industry, an industry I am not a part of, despite really wanting to be, that I absolutely, you know, you put a lot of work into it, and, and I um, spoiled this um, Picnic of uh, the multiverse is what I think they're calling it, and I, I didn't mean that. I don't mean I, I apologize. Uh, and um, you know, uh, you live, you learn. I talk to the studio. There's going to be no repercussions at all, uh, which is kind of the the you know kind of the thing with me here. You know, there's been some rumors about how how I've treated employees around here, uh, challenging people to fights and. Uh, you know, texting people at one in the morning, asking if they're up, uh, you know, under the guise of work, uh, all those kind of things. Uh, you know, uh, I, I apologize for just, I, I just, I just, I just feel, I'll tell you what, I, I feel a bit unfairly attacked. I'll just go, I'll, I'll go to that. Okay, Petey? Uh, I, I think, I, I think you're being fairly attacked. Are you, are you in my corner or not, Petey? I've had a bad day, bad week. Are you in my corner or not? Uh, like a lot of job situations, you're sometimes stuck with the horrible, toxic boss. So I'm, I'm going to take that as a yes, Petey. I mean, I'm surprised you stopped talking long enough to even acknowledge that I spoke something. You know, one more little quip like that and I'll I'll quit. And this time, this time I'm going to mean it when I quit. I won't be coming back. I, I, I'm going to quit for like the fifth time. I'm going to walk out. And uh, what are you going to do about it then? Uh, well, hopefully if you uh, if you quit uh, dramatically a fifth time, our parent company will just tell you, don't worry, you're fired. Hope, hopefully uh, hopefully that would happen. But uh, I've only heard of that happening a, a few other times. Yeah, but, but, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We're getting, we're getting too far away from the real issue here, Petey, which is I – Absolutely had no idea that those were real photos of Insect Boy in the Battle for Tomorrow. And if I had known they were real photos, I absolutely would have made them the center point of one of my shows to get even more money uh, because that's the only measure of a man's heart is how much uh, clicks and money you get. Uh, everything else, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's not a, a valid measuring stick, you know? That's what I say. Uh, that's what you would say. So, all right. So, just to make our lawyers happy, to to be clear again, I apologize for doing something that only got me more attention because um, all of you out there uh, just keep talking about me, and I apologize for not doing that sooner. <laughs> all right, on with the show. 
And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to invest in crypto. Number three. Sign up for an app and just keep dumping real money in as you watch fake money disappear while your shady friend says, hold. Number two. Approach a group of bros standing in front of their rented Lamborghinis and ask which one of you has done the most coke because I have an investment question. Number one. And the best way to invest in crypto. Just keep guessing. Clink, clink. And that's the list. On this day in history, November 13, 1956, the Supreme Court of the United States of America helped bring the Montgomery bus boycott to an end when it upheld a federal court ruling that Alabama's laws requiring the buses of their fair cities to be segregated were unconstitutional. Imagine that. The boycott had begun a year prior when Rosa Parks said no thanks upon being asked to give up her seat in the black section of the bus to additional white riders, as if manifest destiny also included public transportation. While not the first person ever to refuse, Parks' last stand for her own humanity led to the historic boycott in which a young pastor named Martin Luther King Jr. and others helped galvanize a larger civil rights movement. And if this all sounds like it happened in 1856, again, it was 1956. Your parents or grandparents were alive. Following the Supreme Court's decision, an integrated bus system began in Montgomery and racism was sold forever. Until a few days later when MLK Jr.'s house was attacked and white men attacked a black teenager as she exited a bus on Christmas Eve and snipers fired on a bus striking a pregnant woman and oopsie, I see where I was wrong in assuming. But let's celebrate this civil rights victory of which your children can learn just the good parts of in school as all this and more happened on this day in history. Okay, that's it. That's the show. Wow, what a full show. What a wonderful time. And thank you all for uh, hearing me out. I um, I feel a lot better after I cried. Uh, we, I went out to the parking lot and uh, Petey actually came out and, 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 and tapped me on the shoulder and said, uh, I hope you feel better, but you got to go back in. And uh, Petey, thanks to you there. Um, uh, special thanks to uh, all of you who listen to the show week after week and, and uh, just... Uh, our supportive of what we do here really means a lot. Special thanks to Patreon supporter Christy McGee, a known witch, for the Morning Drive media station identification this week. Hey, you could support the show on patreon.com slash catnapsock. You can also go over to Jemmy, J-E-M-I, jemmy.app slash Saturday Night Napsock. I said app wrong, but I don't want to go back and redo this clip. Jemmy.app at Saturday Night Napsock or slash Saturday. This whole, that, you, no one goes there and supports me anyway. Uh, big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his writing of this week's sponsor bit. Uh, thank you, Sean. Check out Sean's Tea Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash Sean. Like music? Then listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio, Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout the uh, world via their website at hofmradio.com every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. And please check out my new show, Ken Napsock's Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. Man, I'm having so much fun uh, putting my name in the title of that show. Visit catapsock.com for more information, including upcoming stand-up comedy dates. we got four dates in December at the Comedy Loft. Me and Mark Ellis, check it out. Follow me on Twitter at catapsock or the company at mdrive media. And finally, as always, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsock, a show so real it had to be fake. 
And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. See you, friends.